breaks. I am here. Tiffany. Tiffany. Terrence. Hi. Azarius. Gay. Help Patty. Ah. Motherfucker. <laughs> Cow Patty Mother Trucker. That's the uh, TV edit for that movie. (laughs) What movie? Yippee Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Yippee Damn Zippy, Mother Father. If you're uh, still watching Basic Cable and are looking for a comedy and see Pulp Fiction, watch it. Pulp Fiction edited for television is fucking hilarious. (laughs) Didn't even even try. Say what? One more time, monkey farmer. <laughs> they monkey do a uh, the bad motherfucker wallet. Like they just do a. It's the one that says bad mother, and they just do a zoom in on the wallet where all you can see is the bad mother on the on the, and it's all out of focus and blurred. <laughs> they had to That's zoom in so close to cut the fucker out. It's <laughs> uh, delightfully bad. Like, I don't even know why they bother to put, like, rated R films on TV at all. Like, this is ridiculous. Mm. They're Unless, comedies. I guess they're comedies after you edit the, the funny, <laughs> the, 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 the R out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite to date, and I've probably said this before, is uh, Dumb and Dumber, uh, where uh, Lloyd is tied up to the bed, and he's like, you can just go ahead and kiss my ass. Uh, and he's like you know, violently trying to point at his butt while he's tied up to the bed there at the end. And uh, the TV edit is, you can go ahead and bite my sandwich, but he's still pointing at his ass. (laughs) For some reason, he can't say bite my ass, so they changed it to bite my sandwich, and it's totally not Jim Carrey saying sandwich. I don't think, I I think I laughed until my rib popped watching that. (laughs) So stupid. Yeah, you've you've got an interesting sense of humor. Me? No, he's not wrong. Yeah. It's like so much... Well just I'm just thinking of the egg sweat commercial. Uh, and how he couldn't even get that one segment out before he was doubled over with laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Check out Egg Sweat on our YouTube channel. Uh airing two weeks from wait. No, this, now. Yeah. <laughs> this recording list we're way ahead on recording yeah. this show yeah. <laughs> they're airing two months ago they're yeah. airing quite a while ago yeah. <laughs> go back and watch it again it's still funny it's still funny I hope and we have many numerous new skits I'm sure that we have definitely done <laughs> Yeah, I'm really hoping that egg sweat doesn't become some thing that's bad in the future <laughs> <laughs> that's why we were cancelled Oh, yeah. Yeah. Egg sweat is our milkshake duck. That's what what it's going to come down. Yeah. So I didn't know uh, um, a lich, they keep their soul in a A phylactery. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. They're They're changing that because I didn't know. I didn't even know that that was a Jewish. Yeah. It was like a Hebrew, like like a little box where you kept little scripture in. Yeah. I had no idea. So So what is it now? Or a crux? No, it's a soul jar. It's very unimaginative, but apparently it's, it's not offensive. I still like the term. I mean, you know, phylactery. Uh, yeah, sounds menacing. You know what yeah. they should call it? A reliquary. Well, I mean, that, that because that's right. Catholic, and nobody gives a shit about that. <laughs> that is true. No one gives a shit about Catholics. Sorry, Catholics. It's true. Even Sorry, you guys, Catholics. Even you, you guys 
Don't give a shit about Catholics. I've seen how many <laughs> Satan films you've made. Has to put bands homeward detritus. <laughs> that's good. That's good press. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that press. press any day of the week. When 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 uh, pedophiles don't like us, Jesus Band Christ, hammer. Uh, every time we bring up religion, something very awkward happens. <laughs> It's not awkward. You just you, you start to go, well, other people could listen to this. And I don't want to offend anybody unless they deserve to be offended. I, see, I'm i from the opposite end. I'm like, I know you guys don't want to offend anybody, and I love offending people. <laughs> yeah. so I'm, Please I'm don't trying, offend me. I'm trying to maintain friendships here, not necessarily like <laughs> viewing audience. There are certain people I don't mind offending. That's true. There are certain people I don't mind offending. Kevin, mainly. <laughs> you can't offend Kevin. Yeah, I've been trying so hard, like for years and years. It's fucking upsetting. Uh, Jesse has done a better job of offending Kevin than I ever will. Yeah, Jesse's the only yes. one I've known. That, like, that Jesse actually, triggered the fuck yeah. out of Kevin. <laughs> it was, uh, and that was just by taking his advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest. That's, that's the mistake we're making. We should just take his advice. Listen to Kevin, and then Kevin will Don't, be mad about it. I've lost two characters that way. Don't, <laughs> Don't take his advice. <laughs> oh, you're prone. Just stand up before you take the tech. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, he imprinted me, and my character's dead now because uh, I provoked an attack of opportunity. Fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> that was in fact the worst that could happen. Yeah. I think the worst thing that happened to me happened uh, in that game Sarah was running. Or was it you? Who chopped my head off in a random encounter in an alley? Was it you? Me. Me. I you did know, that. Dick. <laughs> hey, you That's like crit we, cards. I love we the were, crit cards, but they don't work in your favor sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you were using your deck. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very offhanded. Oh, that character's dead now, and we just started. Yeah. <laughs> did we did we take his head and throw it in at the bad guys? Is that yeah, the, ba- the bad guy had promised that no harm would come to us while we were here, and you got and I convinced via text message one of the other party members that they should try to make good on it and throw my head into his manor house to try to get a free resurrection out of it. Yeah, no harm, no harm. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible at this. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that campaign got a little off the rails there. Uh, Don't they all? That was that was a uh, Wolf Keep, right? Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was your. If you listen to our, our main show, Yarnum is actually the whole world is a world that I've played in like two or three times now. It's the world that I like running in because in my head I know where shit's at, even though the people who are playing don't. Uh, yeah, very clueless about what the world looks like. That's fine. I know, and I'm the one that matters. <laughs> but that was the first time y'all had been to Yarnum in that setting. That where we were? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> y'all had left Wolf, Wolfwood Keep and gone across the oceans. You were chasing the, the 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 big bad of that campaign was called the Red Hand. No wonder I hate this and, place. And you knew that they had originated from a place in Yarnum. That's where you fought the uh oh the uh the skin graft people, the uh Mongrel men? No, no, no. It's where you can make necrographs, monsters. There was mm. a guy doing them in the lighthouse. He was making these monsters. You know, we're investigating oh, yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that must have been the campaign before me. 
Yeah, it was like, yeah. I think I, I think that was like right before I discovered you in that uh, Little Caesars and said, "Hey, Jeff, <laughs> come game with us. <laughs> Fall down this horrible rabbit." It's the only hole. way to find Jeff. <laughs> you gotta go to uh, the specific Little Caesars in Walterboro, South Carolina. You have you to spin us round in three circles. You must have at least salt on the ground. Five d20s in your pocket, at, which I did at the time. Uh, <laughs> yes. That, those poor people that work at that Little Caesars are going to have all kinds of just weirdos just coming in. Talking about they're shaking Jeff. bags of dice <laughs> with two liters of Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Diet, Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew. And the oh, weird part was, normally I go through drive-thru, so I, w- I would have missed him completely. <laughs> That's because he had the 5 d five D20s in his pocket. He just this, called me. There's yeah. a totemic power of, of D20s. That's the, <laughs> you know what? The the forces of evil are telling me that if I go inside the Little Caesars today, there could be Pathfinder in my future. <laughs> 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 I well, just Jeff. so happened to finish a character creation ritual earlier. <laughs> well, Jeff is a slave to the forces of evil. And speaking of the forces of evil, let's get back in the game, shall we? We are the forces of evil. Manga! <laughs> <laughs> no, wrong game! Wrong game! <laughs> oh. I should I should do uh, when I went to the haunted house. Sorry to, to, to digress one more time. Don't I should do, do it. my cackle for you guys. It, 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 you're not going to be satisfied until you do. So just step away from the mic before you stop. <laughs> so I would hide behind another mannequin, and whenever people would start to leave the booth, thinking that no jump scare would happen, I would hop out with with my cape and I would go. Knocked your own glasses off there. (laughs) Startled the shit out of so many tough dudes. Gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. Sorry, that was fun. Boost my energy level back. I'm glad glad you had fun on Halloween. I, on Halloween, went to bed at 1030. Like like an old person. (laughs) Graybeard. Well, I've, I've had a gray beer since I was 25. So, <laughs> what did we do? Watch Sabrina. Yep. Yeah. We worked, and then we watched Sabrina. The new one. The spooky one. No, no, one? I didn't work on actual Halloween day because I was like, I don't want to be out there and potentially hit a kid. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you did. Oh, God. No, I worked the night before. That's when she hit the kid. No, <laughs> no, but there were so many drunk people stumbling around. I was like, a tomorrow this is going to be drunk people plus children. I don't know. I don't know. Two great tastes. That it tastes yeah. great together. Yeah, Sunday night, I went. Oh, I needed cigarettes. I've been holding off. I'm like, oh, well, quick. I'll just run, run down to Codgeville and get me a pack of cigarettes real quick. Get, <laughs> get to Codgeville, and they like got half the lanes blocked off so all the kids could roam about. I'm like. Holy crap. It was like traffic was backed up on both ends. Little kids running around screaming. I'm like, if I run over the kids over to the right real quick, I wonder if they'll pull me. (laughs) (laughs) Will they notice? Really should have put the brush guard on this car before I left home. (laughs) (laughs) Or or a cow catcher. Yeah. (laughs) One of the things I always loved was uh, how they had like spiked wheeled caps. 
Mm-hmm. That come out the side so you can just mow people off the side and rope. <laughs> watch Death like, Race 2000. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's I love that movie. Was, was that the one with uh, Stallone? Yeah. Yes, that is the, the one original. with Stallone. Yeah. I love oh, that God. movie so much. The so, hand so, grenade and everything. It's got the best lot in it ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is it? It's when he wants to go shake the president's hand. And the lady's like, well, what will that accomplish? And he takes his glove off and his hand has a grenade stuck inside of it. And she goes, oh, my God, what is that? And he goes, it's a hand grenade. <laughs> it's just like, that's so like, fucking dumb, stupid. bitch. Uh, that's the dumbest thing. It's, really uh, it's, dumb. it's God, glorious. It a I love it. Great movie. Where I loved it where they'd roll the, um, the old people out into the middle of the streets. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they could get, get kill them to get points. And David Carradine runs over the people that push the old people out right. the street because he's the good guy. He's still murdering lots of people, <laughs> but he's the good guy. He is the good guy. Oh, God. Um, that movie's one of the greatest of all times. Yeah. I, I don't care what anybody says. Roger Corman is a genius. Fuck, fuck, fuck for the, fuck the haters. All right. All right. So, We're up at the top of a cliff. You're up at the top of a cliff. Uh, as you look down the three, four hundred uh, foot drop to the um, lake below, you can see in the distance the swan boat moving its way back towards Copper Kettle Pass, which you actually can't see from this distance. Everything is misty, and a lot of it is obscured by the prodigious amounts of mist coming from the falls. That you passed on the way here. Awkward silence. Sorry, sorry. I had had some beer. Some. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little beer. It lubes me up, but not in a sexual way. Thank you for that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Terrence, so lube ale. <laughs> Next commercial. Next commercial. <laughs> Social lubricants. Oh. You just first rate. have to insert the bottle firmly inside. <laughs> create the bottle opener. Create some strong suction. Uh, let's see. The top of the ridge here is wet it's wet land the Mm. the the area that you guys are in are is sort of a damp foggy mire it's a peculiar kind of environment to be at the top of a cliff face but this whole area is a floodplain where everything filters down towards the falls The fault line, I guess, that created this shifted everything way up. And you're guessing that there was a whole lot of smaller lakes in this region way back in ancient times. But once the major earthquake that caused all this hit, it all consolidated into the 35, 36 square mile lake you see before you over the cliff face. But you guys are standing ankle to... Uh, calf deep in kind of stinking water. There are scrubby trees here 
and not many of them. This whole area that you know that it probably clears up as you go further north towards the trade roads, but you're basically in one of the, the least favorable or hospitable kind of camping areas you could possibly be in. The area around you is foggy. It's morning time, after all. The sun is only just coming up. The air is cool, or sorry, cold. And your feet are even colder. Do we see the source? You also smell a horrible, horrible odor in your nearby area. It's just, it just reeks. Only a 16 for me. Um, uh, you begin looking around, make a perception check for me. All of us? Uh, yeah, you can, if, if she's looking, if you're, if you're looking for the source of the stink, then yes. Yeah, it smells like home. 16? 32. I'm sorry. I got a 17, 19 if it's to avoid being surprised by a foe. All right. Um, and what'd you get, Zarius? 23. 23? All right. Only you and Valric spot what is com- what is up ahead. Yeah, coming. <laughs> anyway, as you're looking over the, 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 the dank, fetid, swampy area, you see a sort of a larger than normal normal hillock with a very weird twisted tree on top but you also see the small hillock is moving um you see a a a little wave go through the nearby uh grassy water and you realize that something is extruded out from behind the hillock probably a tail whether or not it has noticed you is unclear at first, but then as you are looking out over the area, you see it begin to slowly turn around. Um, those of you who have spotted it, this, uh, this creature is bull-like in shape. Standing, or actually sitting, squatting in the water. Its antlered head, antlered head sort of droops from a long, sinuous neck, which slowly moves along the top of the water. Uh, and the tail is brandishing a, a bony mass of spikes. Knowledge. Uh, knowledge, let's see. Arcana for this one. Um, 22. 23. This is a creature I've long wanted to use, and I've never Catabus. really had. It is a cattle bus, yes. Oh, so catabus. Something that lines. Yeah, I'm cat- not familiar. That sounds C A T O B L E P A S. Catobal pass, perhaps. You can look up. You can look up an image of it. It's a weird looking monster. It is. And I'm avoiding looking at its eyes or avoiding its gaze. Like it is think. very, very weird. <laughs> so, oh, they're gross. Like, is it the the one with like the really long, like almost giraffe-like neck? Yes. Yes. It's one, it one of those guys. 
but you you have stumbled across their lair um let's see but it has noticed your group and while it is moving slow enough where some of your party members have not noticed it it has it has noticed you vanish Uh, uh, knowledge knowledge of what it can do uh your knowledge of what it can do sorry let me get my i suppose i got a 23 on that knowledge as long as it can't see invisible i will vanish Uh, it has an aura of foul stench when you get close to it which can sicken a person it has a disintegrating gaze uh let's see it can push people aside with its powerful tail and um it is basically just a, a disgusting deadly beast mm-hmm. uh beyond that it has no special resistances or things like that i might not cast vanish is everybody close to me yeah do you still have that wall spell it's not a wall i mean they can still walk through it oh okay do they see through it? Yeah, it's translucent. Wait, let me just the loathsome, loathsome veil. It's a transparent veil of shifty multicolored trans of light. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just I'm if they're on the, the wrong side of it, they have to make uh, will saves. I'm going to let you two act in the surprise round, and then I'll do initiatives. Is everybody close to me? Well, you guys, I assume you guys have landed within 10 feet of each other. Okay, because this is a 10-foot radius uh, from around me that I will cast instead of Vanish. I will cast Invisibility Sphere, so we all go invisible. Ooh, nice. But you'll only stay invisible as long as you're within 10 feet of me. Oh. (laughs) Well, that means if you're all shitty on your initiative, it might take it a while to figure out where we're at. You can, you know. Um, so the spell functions. Areas. The spell functions like invisibility, except that the spell confers invisibility upon all creatures within ten feet. Uh, the center of effect is mobile with the recipient. That's me. Those affected by the spell can see each other and themselves as if unaffected by the spell. Um, any affected creature moving out of the area becomes visible, but creatures moving into the area after taking the spell do not become invisible. Uh, so yeah. Um, does it still go like will the person if they attack will it uh, get rid of the invisibility? Yeah, we'll break it on the the person, right? Not not the sphere. Yeah. So if 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 I attack, it goes away. Okay. Uh, if you guys attack, it goes away. It, it goes away for you. For you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, Zarius, what are you doing with your surprise round after you see uh, Valric cast the invisibility sphere around everyone? Um, actually, I'll pull out my great bow. I'll pull out my bow and just keep it there until I figure out what we're going to do. All right. Okay, so let's do initiative, shall we? Let's see what my monster's going on. And that's why I like having that high perception. All right, so Valric, what's your initiative? Four. Uh, Lady outside. 21. 21. Zarius. 16. 16. Jeb. 17. 17. And your patron. (laughs) One on the initiative. (laughs) Roll. (laughs) So he goes on a three. Okay. Hey, I beat somebody. Uh, 
<laughs> All right. I put, a, I put a token for pod out there. It's the wizard hat. All right. Thank you. Um, you hear briefly whisper, what's going on? Uh, as the actually, uh, Tiffany, what's your initiative bonus? I know, I know you probably beat the monster, but 13. Yeah. Then you are first, but you see that the creature seems to be gaining a little momentum. Uh-huh. There's five pings out there. That's Maybe. one of them is one of them is Pod Demomark. You're a patron. Okay, so it's oh Jeb Jeb, you're the the face. Yeah, I'm the face. Okay, because I never took the time to make another token. Okay, because every time I make a token, my character dies. They <laughs> <laughs> so if you just don't make a token. Yep, I'll be fine. It's a weird superstition. Lady outside, what you doing? Tiffany. Hmm. We're all invisible, but as soon as you attack, you will be visible. Indeed, quiet. I don't... And you guys can tell you're you're invisible. You see yourself fading. Yeah. I know, Uh, I know. Real quick question. Sure, sure. If, um, If we're invisible... Can a gaze attack still affect us? Well, you have to be visible for that. So yes, no, it would not. He would not be able to use the gaze attack on you with okay. with one hundred percent accuracy or any accuracy. I don't, let me double check the rules on gaze attacks while we well she decides what she's doing. Just so I know if there's even a chance of targeting you. We we'll go ahead, Maga. Sorry. Um. Or, or are you I, interested in finding out about the gaze attack thing? <laughs> yeah, I was kind of interested in hearing about that. Yes. All right, all right. Okay. Yes, I was gaze attack affects invisible creatures. Oh, okay. Then, okay. Yeah, I, okay. Uh, at least that's the first thing that popped up on Google. It's like, I feel like he did this check and you told us that it's basically just a, a monster. It is a monster with some with some very dangerous magical powers, but it doesn't have any particularly uh, powerful resistances. Is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I don't want to be. I don't necessarily <laughs> want to move up in front of it, like move up to be like, "Hey, I'm I'm look at me, I'm here." So I'm just going to take use of this invisibility for a minute, and. Go ahead and just cast guidance on myself for for my next yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it might the invisibility actually will work against the. Yeah, I was just about to say it. Its gaze well. attack is targeted. Yeah. I was, I was about to say, the, the answer I w- it gave me was, if the creature was invisible, can it still do its case attack? And it's Which is yes. yes. Uh, okay. It's duh. Yeah. <laughs> I know that I'm invisible. I don't want to do anything that's going to, because like my hexes and everything, that will affect my invisibility. Correct? Uh, it, it, basically, anything that attacks the monster in any way will break the invisibility. But anything you cast on yourself or things like that, yeah, but like, you know, trying to do misfortune or evil eye or something. Yeah, like that, 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 that would that render one. you visible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so yes. So guidance for my next turn. Okay. Not going to waste it. 
Um, so the Katobal Pass. God, that's a weird name. <laughs> the creature saw you guys briefly before it turned around, so it begins to move through the sludge to 10, 15, uh, towards you guys. Uh, basically, like it's long necks, uh, like, w- like working its way through the top of the mud, its eyes glowing and sort of giving off a sort of a baleful aura. It's once it gets closer, though, let's see. With uh, I need you and Jeb to make fortitude saves from its stinky aura. Mm. When you say it's, you, I assume you mean. Uh, I mean, Zarius. sorry, Zarius. <laughs> and while they're making their fortitude saves, I just want to be. Um, I feel like we probably would have already talked about this, but we're not using the golem and the the. What are they? Werewolves? My zombies. You zombies. We're not going to use those in front of Pod Demo Mark, are we? Uh, I don't think you you decided you weren't going to do that. Yeah. Unless it becomes desperate. <laughs> yeah. 25 on my fort save. All right. You're able to nut up and endure this the foul stinkiness. How about you, Jeff? Is this a fear or death effect? It is a stink aura. Okay. <laughs> so is 18. 18 is the DC. Congratulations. You are not sickened. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, it <laughs> once it gets within distance, however, uh, it basically its body with alarming speed whips around. Um, let's see, let me see which direction it whips from. So, uh, give me a give me a even or odd, Zarius. Odd, all right. Okay, um, then it whips around towards the, the, the long spike tail, whips around towards where Jeb is. Jeb, uh, the tail, <laughs> uh, you're able to quickly duck under the tail as it whips through the air, the air around you. Oh, I'll, I'll fly over. No, well, you can do that on your turn if you like, but <laughs> no, just saying. Okay. <clears throat> oh, you mean like a quick leap? I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. You flap once, getting out of the way of the tail. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having to like readjust my mental state to your form for describing things. Yeah, no longer a goblin. Yep. Or a skeleton. Or a skeleton. I wonder if I should affect a different voice. Nah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that that it's literally the best. It's literally the most distinctive thing about you, and it's your turn. It is the best thing about me. All right, so <laughs> I, I stopped myself from saying that, but all right. Oh no, it's <laughs> it's it's my best feature. <laughs> so from where I am at, invisible and the, flying the creature, above. the creature knows roughly where you guys were. But you can so move I, without provoking attacks of opportunity. Yeah, because we got full coverage. As soon as you leave ten feet, you will become visible. Right. So you can do one square and stay invisible or beyond that. It's a 10 foot radius from you, right? From me, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so he can move right. 10 feet before he's visible. Gotcha. So I'm just going to call it. Uh, you guys are in that that uh, two square cross emanating out from, from Valric. And we'll just, just to simplify shit. Right. So what I'm going to do. Because I've got five feet between me and him. Jeb is going to fly five feet, stab it in a flyby attack. All right. 
and then curl away to circle above. So, so you're gonna fly, fl- by a, fly by attack lets me do a full movement. Yeah. And make a standard action at any point within that movement. So you're going to fly toward it, stab, and fly up, is what you're saying? Yes. All right. Go ahead, then. You get your um, bonuses for attacking as an invisible opponent. Yes, yes, yes. Which is mostly all penalties for me, I believe. (laughs) You're just flat-footed. Yeah. And natural 19, that threatens a crit. Uh Uh-oh. For a 30 to hit. This is my confirmation roll. Natural 16, so 27 to confirm. That will hit, yeah, definitely. And I'm swinging 4d6, 5d6, because it's a medium-sized rapier now. Yep. (laughs) Because my weapon and armor adjusted to my new shape. What kind of critical card am I looking at? Oh, okay. That's right. Critical cards. Your favorite. We're in that game. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we're in that game. (laughs) This is also the game where sneak attack doubles on a critical. No, this is not that game. No, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think it's that game either. No, there's no game. No, no 5e. You still double all your dice. You have a piercing. Even a sneak attack. Yep. Piercing. All right, you nicked an artery. Normal damage and 2d6 bleed. Jesus. I'll take it. Normal damage is... So quite high, I imagine. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Jefferson Smithsonian. <laughs> Smithsonian. <laughs> That's how Smithsonian is spelled, Smithsonian. Um, did 21 normal damage. 21. And seven bleed. Seven bleed. All right. Is that a number we're keeping or are we just doing 2d6 every round? Um, eh, I say that's about average. That's fine. We'll stick yeah, we'll with the seven. The, we'll keep the seven. Okay. All right. Um, you s- swoop in from your standing position, slice into the creature. You you feel your your you're now incredibly, you're much longer, much more powerful. Uh, reach your your larger blade, dip into the the shaggy reeking hide of the creature, and you see gouts of blood begin to pour out as your wings angle you up toward the sky out of the invisibility sphere. It is your go. Um, real, real quick, um, sure. it does get an attack of opportunity after I, I fly by. That is true. Because I stop being invisible as I'm leaving its its area. That's, all right, yeah. Uh, and I'll have it take it. Um, um, <laughs> okay, probably not going to do it, though. Uh, it's tail slap. Does an 18 hit you as you fly by? Nope. Okay, without my mobility. All right, the tail slaps. The, the the long tail tries to bash at you as you suddenly appear. However, it splashes harmlessly in the muck. Zarius, it's your go. Okay. <sighs> or should um, I say Jack Grimm? Yes, Jack Grimm. I will um, summon a swarm. And basically, it's going to be a, a swarm of... Uh, Ravens, which I'm going to just use bat statistics for that. And I will uh, make the swarm appear on the backside of it. All right. Behind it. So they will automatically should go attack yet. Okay. Um, right. 
Yeah, I believe. Yeah, but round action. Yeah. Ah. Hold on. Let's see if I can find a shield. Yeah, it's, one, it's one round casting. So. Okay, so they'll appear at the end of the turn, do their biting, yeah. and then. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and roll your damage because I know it's just area damage. Yeah. Oh. Okay. B6. And it'll be wounding. So it'll do one point of bleed damage. Oh, okay. Around. We're adding more bleed. Got it. <laughs> oh, those stack? Dope. Vampiric ravens. They just got That'll real be, sharp uh, beaks. We'll take five points of damage. Five points. Is that with the bleed? Uh, no. Okay, five plus, plus one. the one for bleed. Gotcha. And anything else you're doing? Sticking, uh, sticking keeping, to the... uh, Nope. Staying within the uh, invisibility sphere. All right, Valric. You see companions doing uh, a lot of uh, proactive and, in, in one case, incredibly... Uh, vicious blows against the creature. <laughs> he wants to stay in the invisibility sphere, but I was planning on moving away. <laughs> uh, so that's what I'm going to do. It follows you? It follows him. You can move with by one square to your to the west and uh, keep everybody in it. Uh, but... No, because no, I'm planning on breaking it. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. If it breaks for you, it breaks for everybody? Yeah. yeah. Well, shit. But it already went, so you're yeah. good. And it, and it already used the sack of opportunity. Uh, That's why I brought it up. I need you to give me a will save Uh-oh. twice <laughs> and take the lower. Oof. All right. Oh. Uh. One of them's a natural 20. It sucks. Uh, (laughs) And I'm really happy I used my third level color spray. (laughs) However, though, I still got a fairly high roll of a 17 on the secondary. DC 18. God damn it. (laughs) Do you know how how many hit die the monster has? It's hit die minus four. Which is four. Uh, Okay, so he still has four hit die. The creature is blinded and stunned for 1d4 rounds. God Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. That's I didn't think perfect. I would knock him unconscious, but I was hoping I would at least get the, the stun. Oh, man. This sucks. What did Thank you roll? God. I rolled a four. Oh, yeah. Nice. <sighs> that beats invisibility. Yeah, that was my mm-hmm. hope. Um, yeah. And then I'll... <laughs> I'll uh, I'll just casually walk. You know, <laughs> I'm just gonna move over here. <laughs> just gonna just casually. All right, you, you, you guys can get it from here. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll work on this scarf I'm knitting. On 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 his turn, you see Pod finally grasping what's going on. Like, whoa! Excellent work. Wonderful show. <laughs> you folk, you youngins, sure are able to. Whoa, I'm blown away. I'm sorry, Terrence. That monster's really cool, and I wanted it to, to, to stick around, but I also did. It's stunned <laughs> for four rounds. Like You guys can beat it pretty easily at this point. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Stun oh. does not allow for coup de grace, though, does it? Um, I, does. I believe it does, oh. actually. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think you're helpless when you're stunned. I mean, you're... Let me, me double-check real quick. Conditions... No, a stunned creature can't take any actions. 
and loses its dex to bonus to AC, but it doesn't say that it's helpless. Okay, so it's okay. <laughs> but it can't. <laughs> yeah, paralyzed is helpless. Stunned is not. All right, I got it. Mm-hmm. But you got four rounds to beat up on it, so go ahead. Uh, go ahead, lady outside. What you doing? <clears throat> or we can just fast forward this because once Jeb descends on it and starts stabbing. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because even if he stabs it and doesn't kill Coup de Gras, it, uh, it's still going to be stunned for three more rounds. No. It's going to take 2d6 damage or seven points every round. Plus eight points. My swarm. <laughs> plus yeah, the swarm. Eight. I'm just gonna say, let's just let's just suck up in this. Save your spells. You have beaten this monster. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you guys descend on it. Jeb descends on it, finishes in, finishing like puncturing it in several strategic locations. Your swarm nips at it. Your uh, and before even the stunning effects wears off, the Katoba pass uh, passes away. Yeah, my next. Katoba, see you later. <laughs> my next sneak attack would have done another 16 plus the seven well it only has 80 it only has 80 hit points so literally four attacks from jeb at, at, a, at good clips plus the bleed would have done it and every charge that i do as a flyby attack gets sneak attack because of my new build oh wow <laughs> i'm glad you're enjoying it all right yeah. Very much so okay so, so real, real quick question. <laughs> because this is the pathfinder version of this I remember the uh, back in first ed, this creature basically hits um, a gaze attack was a death attack. I mean, if you failed to save, you died. This what does version this one I, do? This version I'm using um, targets limbs, so it would it disintegrates <laughs> oh, limbs God. off of you. Oh well, then I don't feel bad at all for it. Yeah, fuck that thing. Like, it arm, arms like it, it will do. <laughs> Okay, so like here's 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 the I was gonna tell you the damage things like if it if it's disintegrating or it hits your arm, um, <laughs> you take forty six damage and a minus four penalty to strength. Legs do forty six plus four damage and a minus two penalty to dex. I can only move by crawling. Oh. Uh, <laughs> body, <laughs> body. I, I guess the body doesn't completely get you. Um, in the first body one is like. 46 plus four damage and is fatigued for 2d4 rounds. And then the second one that says body is target takes 46 plus four damage and is staggered for 44 rounds or 2d4 rounds. Basically, it just oh if it hits a, if, it, if it's an arm or leg, those things are gone. <laughs> That's crueler than the first edition one. At least you I, just died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's I think, the sweet release of death. I think like the limb, the limb destroying thing is a little bit more fun than just straight up dying. But all right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think for the game master, yes. with a missing leg, yeah, you, you know, know. It's like take I, my, you know what, weird goat hand. Take that. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I thought it. <laughs> it's easier to raise the dead than it is to get somebody's limbs back. Cheaper, certainly. <laughs> well, That's sad. Actually, I usually like. Uh, I usually give people the option to like. If you want to pony up a spell, get your natural shit back, fine. But there's also like, I love like my love of Full Metal Alchemist is oh yeah enti- entirely complete. So I usually stick uh, that kind of prosthetic in the game somewhere. <laughs> well, I felt bad because you were really happy with this creature. That, That's that, all right. That you stunned it before it got to go more than once, and uh, 
Now I don't, though, after that list of what it could oh, do. Oh, hell no. <laughs> very happy that we ended right. that fast. Okay, so um, <laughs> after you guys finish that off, uh, Demo Mark whistles appreciatively. Like, <laughs> well, I see no, no dust is gathering on you, Mr. Smith. You certainly have saved us uh, from a definitely a bad morning. <laughs> I did. Yeah, nobody lost any legs or, or hands knowledge on this or, one. Knowledge or Kena, is there any part of their body that's worthwhile um, recovering? Uh, go ahead and roll for me. I'll assist. Uh, 22. Uh, you know that there are a couple of cool things that you can get from Kadobo Pass bodies if you act fast enough. Preserved Kadobo Pass eyes, as long like fresh or preserved with magically, um, can maximize the damage on a disintegrate spell Ooh. when cast when, when consumed with it. And the... Survival to... That's pretty Marvelous. cool. Who's phone? That was mine. I'm sorry. Let me mute it. Rolled an 18 plus 7, so 25 on harvesting. All right. And the spikes from the Catubal Pass tails can be used as ingredients for potion brewing. Typically, things that improve strength will be maximized as well. Mm. Or not maximized. Um, will be, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Empowered. The one that makes them last double the power. Uh, oh, extended. Oh, extended. extended. Yes, extended. If you make like a, if you make a potion of bull strength with them, it will be an extended potion. So two That's rounds cool. per level instead of one, I think. Or is um, it minutes for level? Minutes, one? minutes. It'd be four yeah. minutes instead of. It would be six minutes instead of three. That's pretty cool. Um, does anyone know any light necromancy spells? <laughs> yeah. Such as. Um, whatever the spell is that preserves. preserves. Oh, I do not have that one. All right. Gentle repose. Gentle repose. That's the one. But we do have a bag of holding. I don't have that one. I mean, I yeah, Uh, I don't have it available today. All right. Demo Mark says, "Don't worry, I can cast it on them. Uh, Bring them over here and put them all in this jar." He, he, he whips into his uh, bags and pulls out a scroll. He's like, I know we're not really supposed to dabble in necromancy in polite, polite society, but sometimes it's just dead useful. You don't yeah. say. And I can actually get that spell too. Yeah. yeah he casts yeah. it on there and says, that scroll was pretty potent. It should last us about a week. I don't think any of us here are going to judge you for uh, a little <laughs> bit of necromantic magic. It is useful. <laughs> That's true. I've had to preserve the corpse of many an ally over the years. That is disheartening. Well, it's just the lot you you fall into if you're the wizard. You're the one that can escape combats most easily. Unfortunately, it does garner us a reputation, unsavory as it is. But hey, if you no want to be able to survive it. There's no shame in surviving, exactly, and if I can help my team rally in any way, I'm glad to do it. And I'm glad you folks are on my team. 
let's continue on. Uh, we'll have to basically march close to the cliff face so I can find what I'm looking for. You want there. me to take to the sky? I can flap around for a while and see what I can see. Well, as long as you're, what is that, a spell, magic item, glass? Yeah. I can also send my raven. Yeah. If you can actually describe what you're looking for, he can um, scout for it. Certainly. He uh, he pulls out, he he looks around for a, pl- for a dry place to put stuff and then he gives up on it. Walks over to his bag. Corpse. Pulls up, huh? The corpse. Oh, I'm not putting anything. I think reeks. <laughs> he he um he, he basically just pulls out some some papers and maps, and basically just flattens them out against his familiar, which is still in Pegasus shape. And says, "We're looking for rock formations that look like this, this, and this. I'm not sure what size they are, but they seem significant to the map maker. And it's the sort of thing we need to find." So you and your you flying halfling and Raven, a dwarf, please. Oh, you're a dwarf. We don't see those very often. Okay, this is just this is just awkward. I'm <laughs> I'm not. No. Um. Tip my hat. <laughs> I'm I'm a Strix. I know. I know. I know. I've known for I've known since yesterday. It's fine. <laughs> Ah, all right, good. And you're not uh, gonna be prejudiced. Uh, I don't know. Like I assumed that you were under some sort of curse when you were a skeleton when we met day before yesterday. But I'm glad to see you've gotten that straightened out. You noticed that too, huh? Oh yes, I noticed many things. Oh, it's always important to make sure that you know who you're working with. You know. Yeah, those uh, those waters were real curative. <laughs> I'm glad. Also, I need to look into that because if they can make me younger, you know, <laughs> getting up in years. Well, I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm actually really that's that's a great weight off my mind. I feel so much better being able to just be myself. I think there's nothing uh, better in the world God. than being yourself. Okay, I send Jax. All right, so now that you and uh, Jax, or rather uh, Jeb and Jax, rather Mm -hmm. Jefferson and Jax, (laughs) have a good idea of what they're looking for, I'm going to let those two do the scouting along the cliff face while you guys, uh, I guess, wait for a report. We can can trudge in at least the the semi-direction we think is in. All right. Well, okay. We'll do that. So, Jax and Jeb, give me those perceptions. Oh, geez. Okay. We're rolling 1935. Yes. Woo-hoo. Okay. Ah, 18. All right. Um, you're flying along this, this the Raven, who doesn't ever, who doesn't really say much to you in general. You know that he speaks to Zarius pretty often, and you know he can speak. You've heard him. Mm-hmm. He rarely he rarely speaks above a whisper anyway. But eventually, as you're flying along, the raven stops flying, arcs over to you, and lands on your shoulder, as, uh, basically riding on your back as you as you fly along, Jeb. Its head whispers down and says, Turn around. I think I see what we're looking for. Oh. Well, hi there, Jax. And I will bank around. Looking um, again? I'll let you know when we get close. You feel claws dig into your bags. Ah, there we are. 
right? You see a nar- 20. Yeah. Once once it's been pouring out, so you see a narrow crack that it, from most angles, above, below, um, it's only flying from <laughs> you know, it's only really visible if you're flying from east to west, which most people probably wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. The fact that the raven spotted it flying west to east is uh, a pretty much amazing role. Um, <laughs> bird eyes. <laughs> just a very, very narrow slit in the rocks. That that is utterly black. Uh, are you, what are you doing? Are you investigating it first or heading back to the group? Remember, um, Jax can actually communicate with me all my, yeah. through the mind. Okay. Well, then, yeah, you've been you've been hearing it says, I found it, boss, I think. And I'll I pass will, that news along. I'll yeah, settle so, down to, well, circle above it, actually. Right. I'll just catch a thermal and make a circle around it. You can probably, like, you're, you're, you're nimble enough to probably catch yourself onto the, the lip of the, the crack if you want. Well, I want to be circling above so you know kind of where okay. to go. Gotcha. As a visual cue. And also, it's just really fun to be like a vulture. <laughs> okay. Ah! <laughs> uh, what are you telling, what are you ordering your raven to do, Zarius? Uh, uh, just uh, stay around um, up in the air and let me know when we get close. All right. The raven flips off your back and begins to circle it in formation with you. As you guys call, call. As, yeah. Call, call. <laughs> in the meantime, were we like we were all around when he said that he that he knew that Jeb was a, a skeleton and a strix mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah, I would have pressed that a little bit. Sure. Asked. What do you How have? he knows. I just would have liked to, like, you know, the lady's very blunt. How do you know these things about him? Oh, well, I made sure before before we signed the contract that I cast True Seeing. Uh, that way I knew exactly what I was getting. You never know, after all. Most of you, however, look pretty much like yourselves anyway. You're just wearing different clothing, except for you, lady outside, who you're, you've made your hair look differently for the most part, right? Yes. So, but that doesn't seem to be something that bothers uh, a lifelong adventurer like him. Like, he, he clearly knows the score when it comes to adventuring people. That's and mine was the same thing. I changed mine from red to black. Right. Well, every, every adventurer has something to hide or something they're ashamed of or something they just mm, consider minor van- vanities, my dear. They're, I don't know why you hide. Much outcasts. I don't know why you hide your inner beauty in such a way, but if it makes you feel more comfortable while adventuring, it's fine by me. Good answer. <laughs> the, um, I'm going to try and get a sense of what he's getting at there. Hmm? Okay. I feel like there's some 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 underlying sinisterness to him. Okay. I want to see if I pick up on it. Uh, 25. 25. You're guessing that this is not the first time he has worked with people that are morally questionable to, to achieve his goals, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which 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 makes perfect, which tracks perfectly with the fact that the contract he, he presented you with had a gayest attached. 
But him himself. He seems to be one of those ends justify the means kind of uh, good nah, That's what I was looking for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He is, a, he is a neutral good if, if, if we're going to toss an alignment on the guy. I didn't need it a lot of me. It yeah. justifies the means. I, I got you. Yeah. I just want a feeling of, I want a sense motive just to see if like, because I know that there are, are wanted posters with my picture on it mm. around. Yes. And I, I just want to feel like, you know, do I feel like he's a, he's the type that would turn us in right. after this is over? You're guessing that he's And probably, I rolled a 25. Oh, right. You're guessing he's probably never even seen those. He doesn't even frequent those kind of places where they would be. He probably he spends most of his time around arcane cloisters and things like that. He's interested in what he's interested in and basically nothing else. Alrighty then. Basically, he could care less as long as we can do the job that he wanted us to do. Correct. Which Wonderful. is which is not an attitude you'd you think he'd want spread around, which is why he probably waited till you guys are well away before he admitted knowing stuff like this. Well away from the town. Hmm. But eventually, after you, you trudge along the cliff face, you guys are, you and Jack's uh, Jeb are in, oh, he's, 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 he's <laughs> All right, well then, fuck it. You guys trudge there around. He is. All right, you guys trudge around for a good many um, miles, honestly on the edge of the cliff face. Eventually, you see the specks of the two circling figures along the cliff face. And finally, after probably well into the afternoon, a cold, bitter, cliff-top, windy afternoon, you guys arrive to the area where they've been circling around in the sky. Uh, kind of chilly up here, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, indeed. Oh, there they are. Here they come. All right. Yeah. You landing? Yeah. As as they start to approach, I will come down. You come down. You land on the edge of the cliff. All everyone here looks pretty tired and miserable from a long trudge. Jesus, I feel like I froze my balls off up there. <laughs> Uh, the rest of you would be surprised if you have any toes left after the long, cold march, March, but the wizard that is accompanying you seems uh, very energetic. A sudden burst of energy. Is this the place? Wonderful. It looks like it. He, lean, he leans over the edge. My goodness. My goodness. It's so close. Yet <laughs> so far. Ah. <sighs> See, this is the importance of research, children. How would you estimate, how wide would you estimate that crack in the, in the cliff face is? Uh, five feet, 10 feet. <laughs> um, okay. You uh, you think about, make, make an intelligence check for me. That's smaller than a dragon. Uh, I got a... 10 on the die for an 11. I'm it actually is, smarter. It is way smaller than a dragon. It might be, as the crack goes down the, 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 the cliff face, it ranges from six inches to one foot across. Um, knowledge could arcana. have slid everything in there like a coin. Like a, <laughs> well, knowledge know, arcana, like can dragons polymorph? Or that specific dragon, black dragon, I think it was. I, I have always played it that um, all dragons have the polymorph ability, so 
like I, I, I never thought it, I always thought it was kind of dumb that the black dragons don't get that when it would be so most I'll, beneficial to evil dragons. <laughs> I, I'm gonna assume that so, he could have polymorphed himself to be a size that would fit through a crack like that, which would make it nice and convenient for a cavern type approach. Excellent, especially if he's using it like a piggy bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just slotting coins. Slotting <laughs> everything in there. Including his self in bird form. Mm. All right. But now we have. He's got one of those hands that comes out and snatches the penny. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Well, that is a very keen observation, Mr. Jax, and probably a very accurate one in that. How are we going to get in? He looks down at his ponderous old guy gut and is like, ah, I probably have to do a little bit of magical alteration to myself, which I have not prepared today. Or to the cliff face itself. I mean, I suppose we could blast it open, but that does make our presence here pretty obvious to some someone else who might be looking. I mean, there's an adamant stone shape it. Or do that. There's spells and such. That's true. It doesn't look necessarily like work stone. If you have that prepared. I mean, I don't have it prepared right now. I could, though. All right. Well, let's take a lunch break and discuss what we're doing. Fold my wings around me and kind of warm myself within the feathers. You, you accidentally put your head under your wing and fall immediately asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Let's see. Oh, man. I closed all my tabs, but like, like some kind of moron. Every time. There you go. I'm back. Okay. Uh- <laughs> oh, I could actually make it to where I can make a, I can change the shape of it to make it where it had a crude door. What about a staircase? What's that called? Spell called? Uh, stone shape. Mm-hmm. Third level shaman spell. Up to 10 cubic feet plus one cubic foot per level. Now, is are your classes the type that you can shift your, your spells? Yeah. My shaman spells, yes. In the middle of the day? Well, I can... Uh, as long as I rest... It only takes two hours for me to rest. Oh. So we can take a leisurely lunch. Are you guys getting are you guys getting robotic? I am. Mm-mm. You want to know? Okay. I was getting a little robotic. I don't know if you guys were like. What what did you just oh. say a couple minutes ago? Like a couple like last couple sentences, I'm sorry. I was oh asking. no, we were just talking about the stone shaped spell. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. I, I got some weird feedback or whatever. I don't know what's going on. Well, we do. We discovered that uh, because Zarius is a shaman, he can rest for two hours, which is all he needs with the Ring of Sustenance or something. Yes, it's the Ring of Sustenance, and he can shift his spells around in the middle of the day. Ooh. All right. Well, then, yeah, hop on that. Take ourselves a leisurely lunch. It's a shame we're not back at the Riverside Diner so that they can lament our presence again. (laughs) (laughs) Complaining about the food just gives me pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just like scattering Especially when crumbs. it's just so good. <laughs> this food's delicious. I need to think of something to complain about. Mm-hmm. Could have got it here faster. This food is too tasty. Send it back. I don't trust it. Oh, God. <laughs> what is this? Umami? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, we'll, so. we'll bring out some fish roasted over a, a fire. Can we build a fire here? Is there is there a dry place? You can probably find a small dry place. Finding dry grass will be a bit of a difficult factor, and of course, dried sticks here in the winter time in the wet. Is a little difficult. Well, you can have a like a sputtering, kind of a greasy, um, not terribly warm, constantly needing to be fed kind of winter swamp fire if you like. It's not. It's, it, 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 I'm not saying it'll be more trouble than it's worth, but it will be a lot of trouble. Swamp fire, more trouble than it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like another commercial. Swamp fire, more trouble than it's worth. It's great. <laughs> okay, so if you're starting a fire, you can get on that while Zarius does his uh, med- or J- uh, Jax does his meditation. Zarius. Yeah, Zarius does his meditation. Jax is too. a raven. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but Jack is Grim. Julius. Grim does his Grim Jack. Grim Jack does his. Meditations change the spells up. Um, you see that uh, Pod begins pulling out uh, his repelling gear and finding good anchoring spots. And if he can't find a good anchoring spot, you see him begin to like look, look, like go through his other uh, magical items that he has in his gear bag as well. Says, "I thought I had a rod of immobility, immovability." He begins counting his bags. Was that the was that the stuff that I gathered? Uh, I, he had a pro- bunch of pulling gear bound down there. No, one of his bags, his bags of holding, had a few magic oh. items in it that somebody nicked in the hurry. In the, in the, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I left it back at the at the tower. Um, well, help me find a place to anchor these ropes, someone. What was he looking yeah, for yeah. that I have that I don't have? An immovable rod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of confusion on that boat. There's mm-hmm. no telling what got left behind and what came with us. Just oh, happy I found that feather token before I gave you your stuff back to go help the, the, <laughs> the everybody else out. I hope those bloody fishermen didn't run off with some of my gear. <laughs> they wouldn't know what to do with it if they did. That's true, which makes it a bit more dangerous, to be honest with you. Some of the stuff in there is just, this is not meant for people who are untrained. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> let me help you find a spot to anchor these things. I got some sure. pythons. Uh, then roll a, make, roll a survival check for me then, uh, Chip. Chip, 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 chip. <laughs> uh, that's a... 14. 
All right. You find some pretty stable stumps out here that can probably hold a lot of weight and begin securing the ropes and other items to them. You have to stab into them with pythons. Like the, the stumps are wide. There are a little rotten on top. They're next to down trees. But however, there is still some strong rootage going on there. So it should be fairly safe for the rest of you. Some meaty right. core in them. Yeah, yeah. There's still some living core to them. Before I'll they drive some pythons in with my hammer. All right. Meanwhile, as you as you guys are like having your meager afternoon meals or whatever, you finally finish your uh, your meditation, uh, Zarius, and are able to swap your spells up. Done. All right. I swap out haste for that stone shape. Okay. You swap out haste for the stone shape and. What are you what you what are you doing with the spell precisely? Okay. I'm actually going to use levitate. All right. Since I have that through my hex. And going to levitate down till I get there so I can actually kind of shape the area enough to where I can kind of get a I guess where I can kind of slide the stone over, but make it big enough to where we could kind of slide the stone back to make it cover up the hole. Okay. The, the larger part of the hole. Uh, all right. That we're but wide enough for a pudgy wizard. <laughs> wide, wide enough for one of us to get through there, for us to get through there. All right. Um, before, as you begin to cast your spell, I need you to make a perception check for me. Okay. Okay, 11 plus 24. 24. All right. You begin casting your spell. Um, well, I will cast it or cast detect magic real quick just to make sure I'm, there's not, I'm not triggering some kind of arcane trap triggery. All right. You begin for, before you cast your spell, you cast um, your, your detect magic spell. You detect um, a, a thin aura of illusion, and that is all. Oh, where do I see the, where's the illusion at? It's pretty widely spaced over the area, probably like a 20 foot by 20 foot area. On okay, around that area, instead of casting my stone shape spell, I will actually see if it's actually an illusion covering a nice big hole that a big flying dragon could go through. All right. Um, we'll check how, it out. How are you interacting with it? Um, I'm going to just kind of like try to fly through it. Okay. Uh, you tried to fly through it. Uh, let's see. Give me a percentile roll. Percentile. 82. Mm. All right. You fly towards the wall. You see uh, Zarius as he's uh, meditating or levitating there. Stop what he's doing and then like basically leap out from his meditate his levitating stance toward the wall and then disappear into the cliff face himself itself um as you land on the other side of the illusion Zarius, you realize that you have just leapt through the legs of a greater earth elemental that is oh. waiting on the other side of the illusion oh. <laughs> it turns its huge rocky head towards you lets out a fearsome stony growl and we're going to do this combat tonight or next time 
Um, yeah. What does that mean? I, I need to poop first, but I am down to continue gaming. <laughs> I, I also I, am down for one more combat. All right, so Jeff, take a sig, and everybody else do their, their ab- ablutions, and we'll be back to fight this Earth element. This extended edition of Raiders <laughs> of the Lark was brought to you by Overabundance of Chinese Food Dinner. <laughs> and Jeff's birthday. Happy birthday, birthday. Birthday, birthday, Jeff. I hope you Yay. hope you enjoy knowing that Toker has ignored the relaxing portion of a relaxing poop in order to speed it along. I'm going to speed along because I want to poop and smoke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do the same thing. Do them at the same time. Yeah, you, have a, you have a window I used to. Mahogany lives here now. She doesn't smoke. And you shouldn't smoke in your house. Yeah, I would like to say that taking a shit and smoking a cigarette at the same time, just every once in a while, I just really want to do that. That's why you poop outside. <laughs> All right, see y'all it's next week. <laughs> <laughs>